You guys gonna hit the intro? Welcome to the LNFFA podcast. I'm your host, George, joined by our regular co-host, Miguel. How's it going, buddy? Going good. He's, he's doing the finger guns, <laughs> guys. Can people see that? And that's the voice of our guest. Joining us this week is Everson, our top scorer for the week. Whoop, whoop. Pleasure to be here. Uh, big fan. Uh, been a podcast listener since day one. Uh, back to you. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you very much. We're going to get started real quick with last week's matchups. We're starting with my first win of the week, me versus Denise. She Great. threw the game for me. I won. We're not getting divorced. You and Gabe, good. no dick. If good. <laughs> <laughs> good job. You slang that good dick. That she That's what I told her. And, you know, she threw the game for me. She fell for it. And then I woke up from my coma. All right. Um, I lost C-Mac on Thursday, and I was devastated and thought my season was over. But mm. I won. So kind of is, right? Yeah, probably. But <laughs> no. at least, <laughs> at least I'm not gonna go winless. There's no <laughs> uh, what did she do? I mean, her players didn't live up to her the hype. Najee and Saquon did all the heavy lifting for her, but. Put her over the hump. That was Justin Jefferson. She finally got some good games out of her first and second round pick. And it still wasn't enough. It still wasn't enough. I actually offered her a trade for Saquon, and she declined it. It's unfortunate. Dang. I mean, her bench went off pretty well, though. I think if Saquon would have had another shitty game, maybe she would have been a little more inclined. Yeah, I mean, if she had started cunt over Sutton, she would have easily won. That's yeah, a it's tough. Would have, should have game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, have to, yeah. We'll, we'll run that scenario at the end of the season. That way, <laughs> you know, that's what we usually do. All right. So next match, we have Marlin versus Miguel. Miguel. Oh, man. At the stomp of the week. Yeah. It's going to be Miguel. back-to-back stumps of the week for Marlon, unfortunately, because I play him again this weekend. He has <laughs> no chance of winning. It's just, someone just put it at, like that. It's just that just, simple. Just sad reality for Marlon. Yeah. It's, it's okay. Do you think it's sunk in already to him, or is he still hopeful, or you think he's already accepted uh, it? I don't, I don't know. If, I think is he is he at acceptance? He might be in the yeah. anger stage of the. But then you know what's it's anger then grief right? I think he's in grief and then he's gonna be hopeful for the next one and then immediately <laughs> grief again halfway through the game on Sunday. <laughs> Just gonna start drinking and crying. <laughs> uh, I mean, he does have some good people though. It just they I guess it looks like they just haven't been performing right. Like. He got Woods or super early on, and I don't think he's done good at all, right? Like, he even no, broke double digits. No. Cooper Cup is taking all the all the. Is the target guy in that in that team right now? 
unfortunately. I hope it stays that way. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works out in Miguel's favor perfectly. Yeah, that money though. Yeah, well, the rest of his teammates, team, Marlins team didn't do very well. Almost everyone, but Prescott and Gibson were the only two to break 10 points for him. It was uh, not a good week. He was the lowest score. Arch, buddy, destination, you. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I don't yeah. think so, but <laughs> oh, that's how it goes. <laughs> don't don't worry. I'll I'll edit my my being negative out. You're you're totally perfectly. Let's hope so. We'll see. All right, moving on. Next week, Alex defeats Luis. Luis remains winless for the week. Um, go ahead, go. Alex. That's- or not that Alex Luis. Poor Luis. Mm-hmm. His team is uh, underperforming for at the start of the year. Yeah, I mean, you can tell he's the second lowest scoring team in the league, and he hasn't gotten a, a, a matchup where the other team is just goosing it, but you can't win the many games now, which you're probably not going to win that week. True that. Yeah. True that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this week he had a chance at coming back, but Robert Tanyan just, he wasn't getting any targets. Big Bobby Tanyan, yep. Um, the targets go to Adams. That's where they go. It's like <laughs> one catch to Lazard, two for Marquez, one for Big Bobby, and it's the a Adams. Thousand. Yeah, and the Adams and Aaron Jones gets more targets than receiver so yeah what 10 plus catches so probably had 15 targets on 30 attempts half the targets worked out there's not much room for anybody else in that that offense i mean he did have josh allen blow up finally josh allen though i did not see these numbers coming though he's almost he's performing like that i think he still has a chance to not be last yeah the rest of his team might come together that happened twice i want to say in his yeah, he's had some slow starts to That's the true. year. Yeah, last season he did beat out like everyone had like there was like three people that had the same record as him, but yeah, he beat out everybody. So here's hoping that he he repeats that trend for because it's not a good start to the season for him. On the and other side, the only of- person, the only person to uh, that still has a chance to automatically host. So we still have that going for the rest of us. It's true. Mm-hmm. Only team that's winless. <laughs> So, you know what, baby? Let's root for the opposite. He's not going to turn the season around. (laughs) (laughs) No wins for Luis all year. He's the host. I'm calling it. On the other side of this matchup was uh, Alex. Tom Brady continues to lead the league in fantasy scoring. My cat's going crazy. (laughs) Man, I can't believe also we brought this up that Tom Brady is number one. As a quarterback, and overall, really, right? And yeah, he should be. Insane. Did not see that coming. Forty-three now. Forty-three. Forty-four, man. Forty-four. Forty-four. That's fucking insane. And he's gonna have his revenge game next week. Ooh, it's gonna be a good one. I mean, even with all this, uh, the only reason Alex actually won was Justin Tucker converted a sixty-six-yard field goal to break the record. That's five points. Five points is the margin of victory here. It's fucking crazy. Who said we should get rid of kickers? I don't understand. This is a <laughs> prime example of why. So exciting. 
All right, All let's right. move on to the next matchup here. We have Emerson versus Victor. This is the the more cherry on top is everybody wants Victor to lose. And not only did he lose, but he lost to the top scorer. And he was the second top scorer. That's always the fucking worst. I think you're the only one who actually feels bad for him, though. I never said I felt bad for him. I just said that's the worst. What did I say? Oh, nah, I, mean, I was probably drunk when I sent that. I <laughs> you said something about it feels bad, no matter who you are. Yeah. Like... I'm not saying I feel bad. I'm saying Victor feels bad, probably worse than anybody else, right? Because he's like, uh, if I would have played anybody else, I would have fucking won. But no, he yeah. played the highest. Sucks. All right. Victor sucks. Can't even win as the second top scorer. What a fucking loser. Bro, <laughs> can't even keep up. Still get smashed, you know? How it goes. But did you beat him in fantasy, though? <laughs> oh, and I beat him at fantasy as well. Yeah. No good. Is that all being recorded? Is that going the, in? This is all going in. Even <laughs> the, the awkward silences. Oh man, okay. <laughs> well, when he should have during the draft. Ooh, you suck at drafting. Not, nothing new for Abraham, right? <laughs> all right, let's true. move on to the next match. Here we got Brian B minus versus Jason. And Jason beats Brian. Jason had a big day from Devontae Adams, the target machine in Green Bay. Woo-woo. He got knocked out of the game. And then he came back and got two big-ass catches. Got him in field goal range. Gave him another six points on that last drive. That's pretty great for him. And for Brian, Jalen Hurts tried his best against Dallas on Monday night. Came up short, both in the game and in fantasy. The Philadelphia didn't want to be a part of that shootout. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas was all in it, you know, scoring 41 points. <laughs> Jalen Hurts was like, nah, you know, nah, nah. He threw a couple the, picks. The thing is, um, the offense didn't get there. They only scored 14 points in that game. There's not a lot of offense. One of the points came from a fumble recovery in the end zone. Yeah. So it's 13 and a half yards per carry, and they're just like, nah. No more. It's just weird to me. They don't give this guy some some carries. Yeah, but they were down a lot though. So I can Still, mean, that's terrible. Yeah, that was not a good game for them. Mm-mm. And then uh, what's Brian Singletary at his flex? We talked about that already. We didn't. All right. Yeah, Brian has Singletary. I think word around the block is that Zach Moss is gonna get a majority of the targets there. So just taking that job. Mm-hmm. It's coming back to how it was last year. Where Zach Moss got most of the carries. For some reason, it just took three weeks to do it. Yeah. Doesn't that suck, though, that for uh, for Brian, he had uh, Mari Cooper, and if he had done anything decent during that whole shootout, like, Amari Cooper only got three receptions, and there were 41 yeah. points that were put up by the Cowboys. Yeah, that Dallas That's game was all Zeke. Zeke and Pollard. Zeke, Pollard, mm-hmm. and the tight end in that game. Schwartz, I want to say. Schwartz, yep. The receivers weren't, get, weren't getting anything done. Cooper or, or Lamb. This is a breakaway game and just be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper will come back healthy next week because it'll be good. All right. We'll Let's see. move on to the game of the week. Abraham versus Juvelux. And Javel defeats Abraham easily. Handily. <laughs> Handily. <laughs> No sweat breaking, no butthole clenching here. <laughs> Damn. 
just an easy win for him on the back of Stafford's 30 points. Poor Abraham. Two game of the weeks. But he's one for one. Yeah, right? he's one, one for one. So, mm-hmm. I mean, one for one in that department. Two and oh on the butt quenching department. Back to back butt clenchers just didn't fall his way this week. He was debating whether he should start Beckham or Davis. He started the right one. Just uh, Goddard couldn't get him the, that extra point for the win that, on on Monday. Zach mm-hmm. Ertz was out there stealing targets and catches. If Zach Ertz wasn't there, Goddard would have easily done it. Such oh, a tough that's loss. True. That's true. But, I mean, he did his job right, uh, which was to beat Jason and make sure that uh, everybody gets at least one L. Gives us all a chance yeah. to have a shot at the championship and Jason's not going to yeah. sweep us. So exactly. good job. Good job by you, Abraham, last week. Not so much. <laughs> yeah, no. And moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to move on and over to transition. our free agent talks. Oh, Fuck. I just blew oh, my entire wad <laughs> all over Hubbard. Let's $64. Let's talk about this. Chubba Chubba. I'm going to change my team name to Chubba Bubba. Chubba Bubba? Chubba Bubba. Chubba Chubba Bubba 64. (laughs) I like it. That's happening. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, this has to be a record, right? Um, For one one straight transaction? For one one player? I think so, yeah. For one player? Yeah. I want to know who else was... How much did what? What's his face spent last year? Or was that two transactions? It was two I transactions. Think, it was like Johnny. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, Johnny. It was like it was 50 two, and 25. Yeah. Yeah, so he still holds that one of the uh, most spent in a week. But uh, George definitely on the individual setting it right here with 64. $64, baby. It's going to save my season. I'm never going to lose again. Thanks. I am curious to, to see what I, Curious to see. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think everyone put a bid on it. I think I put a bid on it as well. I think I put like 41. Who's the next highest bidder? If whoever's so, listening, guys can yeah. text text the the group chat. Let us know. I'd be who curious. Number two. I'd be curious to see if anybody else went uh, up there. Uh, I put zero. Miguel, <laughs> you you didn't even do it. I didn't even bid. Nope. Damn, Mister. Oh, I'm so good with my running backs. I don't need to get another running back. Oh, oh, oh. All right, and the only other notable pickup, Javel spent twelve dollars on AJ Green. AJ Green's actually he's at, Is he playing? <laughs> he's getting targets. He's getting targets in Arizona, consistent oh. targets, and each week has been doing better. All right, he's getting some targets, but uh, Hopkins is hurt right now with rib injuries. I think that's one of the reasons why he had a higher target. This that's good. This couple weeks, yep. Well, until Hopkins is. Fully healthy, somebody's gonna get those targets. There you go. Makes sense. Makes sense. He so, did drop four, right? Sixty-four dollars, baby. <laughs> yeah, change my team name once I'm done with this podcast. But what I was saying was, he's <laughs> Javel went through the trouble of picking up Josh Gordon, and then he just immediately dropped him right away. Oh man! For Age Green, he didn't like him in Kansas City. Like he didn't no. Well, I mean, didn't Josh Gordon not even? I think he's in the stop practice squad, right? I don't even think he's. Made I mean, it yet. they just picked him up this week, but he could have held on to him a little bit longer. 
<laughs> if you're picking him up, I mean, he's. I don't think he's starting this next week, and if he wants, for sure, he was. He'd be more of a stash, yeah. yeah. Well, AJ yeah. Green, you know, it sounds like he'd be more of a play now, immediate later. start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he just. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Somebody else, Josh Gordon, sixty-five dollars. Get me out of this, Joe <laughs> Wait, wait, where, where's that? Where's that stat sheet thing? We got to put this one down as uh, sixty-four dollars is a record here. I'll I'll share it to the group and I'll I'll start updating it. History of the league. I got to share share doc. Yeah, we got to get the important important values here. Sixty-four dollars, biggest biggest All wins, right. losses. We're going to move on to our recurring segment, Amari VCD. <laughs> Mark Cooper versus CeeDee Lamb. Dallas in receiver the- watch 2021. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a game where there was 41 points put up by the Cowboys, we just talked about. 42. Cool. Expecting, oh, 42, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You, no, 41. Expecting, after attempt. Yeah, Cooper be expecting put a up- lot of points here. Yep, yep. And Cooper managed to put 4.1 points up. Divided <laughs> the score by 10. That's his score. <laughs> oh, man. So then Lamb took the big lead, right? Because he must have got lead. all the points. <laughs> Over. Just Lamb the take the right lead. now. <laughs> but also, not a good week for Lamb. Only eight points. <laughs> He, he is up by 0.9 fantasy points over Just Cooper overall. <laughs> so still a close matchup. We'll continue to follow this every week. Hopefully Cooper's ribs feel better. And I am going to get a bottle of McCallum 15 at the end of the year for Miguel. So looking forward to that, guys. Cheers. It's pretty intense. All I ask is uh, I'd be there for that bottle. When it gets popped open. Pop it open. Pop it, it open, open. And we'll play some fucking games. Damn, let's do it. All right. Be a good go time on. every time. Let's Something to look forward to. The week four matchups. First matchup we got is George versus Luis. Is this yep, yep. the week Luis wins his first game? George, what do you, what do I- you think? I don't. I don't see. I don't see how he. <laughs> I don't see, see how he. I don't see how he's gonna overcome Chuba Hubbard's sixty-four points. Chuba Hubbard, sixty-four dollars for sixty-four points. <laughs> That's a trade. That's a trade. I'll fucking yeah. spend my time right now, dude. <laughs> That's a good trade right there. Damn, but these are the, the two teams with the, the lower scoring teams here. It's gonna be a battle. The battle of, of who can break a hundred. Exactly. <laughs> we got Georgie Boy's best matchup with Robinson versus Detroit. Then Luis's best matchup. I mean, Houston sucks again, right? They had one week where everybody thought they were good, and then they suck again. Their quarterback got hurt, and two, that's two, it. You, Rob Snyder. He's going to be their starting quarterback from now on. Maybe they'll do better. But yeah, Allen versus Houston. It should should be another big day for him. The the Bills have been destroying people lately. Oh yeah, I mean that's spread. How man. many po- Chargers versus right. Raiders? Yeah, I'm I'm calling a shootout at least on the Chargers side. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm banking on. 
should be a good game, and the Raiders' defense is not good, so it should be high scoring. But for Jason, Emerson has to worry about Hill or Adams. Who's it going to be this week? Who's going to blow up for him? I'm, I'm anticipating a five-point game by Hill again, you know, and then uh, maybe like an 11, solid 11-point game by for Adams. Just, just solid and mediocre all around. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's well, I be... mean, what's Tyreek's algorithm? Is it big game, bad game, bad game, big game, bad game, bad game? Or is it big, uh, game, it's, uh, it's... big game, bad game, big game? Big games, big games, big games after that. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago when I had him, he actually was doing the, he had a monster game and then like a 10 to 15 point game and then a five point game. Just for like 12 weeks, it was that three, three game schedule. He followed it pretty good. So maybe he's doing something like that this year. So oh man, confirm. I hope not. Because that, uh, that would make it a big game right now. I'd be in trouble. Confirmed. Blowing up for 50 points. Against Everson. Oh, you heard it here first. Heard it first. All right. Next matchup is Marlon versus Miguel. Two electric bugaloo. There you go. He couldn't get enough. He wants to. <laughs> he want to run it back. He wants to run it back. Like fucking <laughs> Marquez versus Pacquiao. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, Tyson versus other boxer. <laughs> Marlon is the other boxer in this scenario. Obviously, I'm Mike Tyson. Like, unless it's Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson, then I'm Evander Holyfield. Buster Douglas. <laughs> it might have been Buster Douglas. I don't know. Who cares? No oh, man, this is yeah. Destroy the joke. Too much boxing. <laughs> So, anyways, uh, we have to talk about this uh, this scenario here of this IR spots. Did it? Did, did we uh, open up IR spots for IR players? We did pass a rule where we're allowed yeah. to place players in the IR spot. Oh, so if I currently have one injury reserved player in my bench, I can place them in that said IR spot. Is that correct? That is very correct. You have the scenario right. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to just want to confirm this. I hope uh, Marlon was taking notes. Move your player to the <laughs> IR spot. Just <laughs> <laughs> do it already, buddy. Come on. <laughs> so, what's uh, Marlon's good matchup here? Marlon's uh, best matchup this week. We got Gibson versus Atlanta. Atlanta. I mean, they did it okay last week, but they played against the Giants, so it's no big surprise that. They had somewhat good defense, but yeah. Two crappy teams going at it, and Saquon had his his best game of the season versus their defense, even though they still lost. So things might be looking up for Gibson. A nice game. And then for me, we got Gronkowski going back with Big Big Daddy Tom to New England. And, you know, Tom Brady's going to score seven touchdowns, and three of those are going to go to Gronk Gronk. Three touchdowns from Gronk Gronk to Barry Miguel. Barry Miguel. Barry Marlin. <laughs> Just uh, edit that out. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> All right. So who's next? So next, next. we have Denise versus Javel. And uh, their best matchup, we got Najee Harris catching down all the checkdowns all day. This week, 
19 targets this week. The big Hopefully. Ben ain't got a booby right now. A lot of targets. <laughs> He's got to hurt the wee. Yes. <laughs> 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 the football's not <laughs> easy with hurt titty. Gotcha, sorry. I thought he was, it was removed or something, but it's just hurt. <laughs> Injured boob. Poor Steelers. So sad they suck. Man, they suck. Yeah, so on the other side of this matchup is Javel. It's just the obvious Derrick Henry versus a Jets team that's not good. So Titans should go up early, ride Derrick, ride Derrick Henry like they normally do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a pretty high-scoring game for him. Yeah, I mean, he only had, he only got 18 compared to 40. That's child's play, so he should, should be more in the mid-20s. Easily. Easy, yep. easy. Yep. Get right. back two for him. And then we got the next week, uh, next matchup, Victor versus Abraham. Abraham put down the champion as well. Victor's best matchup. We got Cincinnati versus Jacksonville. He's got Mixon and Chase. Jacksonville's complete trash. And Cincinnati is mediocre trash. So <laughs> uh, Mixon and Chase should have a good game. Cincinnati's quarterback doing much better than poor Jacksonville's struggling rookie, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, then we're week four. He tore his ACL like week six or something, right? So he's Last year. Close. Yeah, he's getting closer to 100%. He still has to deal with his backup quarterback, Heineken, but it's a pretty soft matchup. No, Heineken is a beer. We're calling him Heineken on the podcast. That's his name. That's his name here. <laughs> Scary Terry getting targets. Atlanta sucks at defense. Easy matchup. Yes. All right. Our final matchup for next week, we have Brian versus Alex. B minus, baby. Kelsey versus Philly defense. Should be good. Yeah. Uh, Man, Kelsey's a beast, no? Like... Kelsey is a monster. I feel like he should be. Uh, he should have going back. I feel like Kelsey was one of the better drafts, like in the first round. Uh, Arguably, could have gone higher. Kelsey, yes, Philly. Kelsey. Philly Beast. just allowed a couple touchdowns to the Dallas tight end, so they obviously appreciate about their tight end defense position. So Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. Easy matchup. Easy, easy. Mm-hmm. And for Alex, he has Tom Brady after a loss, pissed off, and he's going back to New England. Revenge game. Revenge game. Bill Belichick doesn't know what's going to happen to him. And you know what? Getting towards the matchup, I'm just going to be like tired of hearing these coming home. The, the narratives? The narratives. Brady uh, versus Belichick. Oh. Yeah, all that nonsense. I'm already tired of it. <laughs> but it should be good news for Alex. Oh, yeah, for sure. And everyone in Tampa Bay offense. Except Gronk. Especially Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it for next week's preview. We're going to move on to our guest interview. We brought on Emerson this week as the top scorer. Defeated Victor as the second top high scorer. Good job, buddy. Right. That's right. You got to do what needs to get done. Got to get your hands dirty, my friend. Mm-hmm. So just like always, I prepare some questions. Am I asking question one? Uh, B-A-A? 
Oh, those are Emerson's questions for us. Okay, uh, <laughs> <you> wanna, <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask them. Should we go first, or we're, we're gonna we're gonna open things up? Let the guest ask us some questions. Oh, okay. Yes, actually, I mean it was already kind of brought up uh, in the chat, really, really briefly. But uh, how, how do you guys feel about these? Uh, the top, the second and third highest score losing to the highest score scenarios. Well, I mean, I texted it out, right? I started the the, the message here, and uh, I mean, my feelings are still in that in that sense. I mean, everybody, everybody's saying that Victor uh, doesn't feel bad. Yeah, he feels bad. He, it doesn't matter that he won three times. He can't he can't pour that over in this season. He hasn't proved himself this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, that's true. I, I, I do. I mean, of course, we've all been in that, in that end as well, where you're the second or third highest score and you just get beat. So, I mean, it does hurt. And but like, oh, I could have been this three and zero. Exactly. Uh, yeah. If I would have played anybody else, that's. Mm-hmm. It, it's horrible when it happens to you. I just think it's funny that it happened to Victor specifically last week. That, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Suck it, yeah. Victor. And that's why I'm just like, you know what? If there wasn't going to be anybody that deserved this beatdown, it was Victor. True, true. I mean, it's all let's do is wave his little his four his four rings, you know, and, and he'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm gonna be like, what have you done lately, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about the 1995 Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's true. So, bottom line, uh, it sucks to be the second or third highest score and then lose. Unless you're Victor, suck it, Victor. <laughs> then it's funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So here's my uh, here's my other question. Probably the more important one, by far the more important one, is why are you guys so horribly organized? And I mean, that's giving you guys credit in that saying that you are organized. <laughs> well. Horribly organized is a type of organized. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take it. I will also take that. <laughs> but are you saying, uh, organ- I mean, you're, you're the first time seeing our prep? Are it is. The, the prep part I seen, is I seen the prep. unorganized, or is it more of getting us on in a timely manner? To it, It's probably it's both, actually. I mean, you know, I was told a certain time frame. I was told. I, I was only. 25 30 40 minutes late 40 minutes late cool. so <laughs> that part was jumped was pretty, my fault. Jumped pretty quickly <laughs> so there you go that was my fault <laughs> that's why we're horribly no, we normally like to do these tuesdays it's it's, it's been on me because i have some family events i had to been taken care of one is uh, bachelor party two weeks ago and i was in vegas enjoying strippers so Titties. Nice. Nice. Okay. I mean, that's, you know what? That's very good reason. Couldn't make, as far as our organizational skills in regards to when we're actually on the pot, uh, on the Discord channel here and actually getting organized and everything like that, I I feel like we could go move a lot faster for sure. But then that's more of like, oh, let's do the prep beforehand on our spare time. And we all, we all got jobs, you know? So I got, I work at 7 30 to fucking six o'clock and Mark, uh, George has got his. I'm in 7:30 to 5, and they lock Google at my job, so I can't access the share drive oh, on downtime. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, that, that's that's made the biggest factor for me. Like, I, I've been busy at work. Finally, I have things to do, 
but I could carve out like 10, 20 minutes to like do the previous recap stuff. But Google's blocked for me, so I can't jump ahead of it in time, work on it during the week. And then this week, I also had my corporate people come down and I had to host them for dinner. So I couldn't really do yesterday. But um, moving forward, I see myself probably taking an hour on time, just kind of scribbling in some notes and matchups and getting it ready and going faster. That's what I wanted to do. Maybe set up Sunday night, Monday night after the Monday night game, just setting aside 30 minutes and pounding through the recap and the next week's matchups on the sheet. But to answer your question, fuck you, Emerson. All right, we're busy. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Now we ask you some questions. There's some doozies. You had a chance to read them over. Hopefully you got a couple answers in your head. You know, you won first year's championship. You got a decent squad this year. I mean, how do you feel about your chances in getting back to to the Super Bowl of our league this year? Oh, man. I mean, I think the big goal right now is just to take down Victor. And I feel like that would be a, a moral victory for, for me and everybody else. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, my team's coming along pretty good now. Uh, but I feel like once uh, once bye weeks start kicking in, man, I feel like I'm screwed. Because I feel like my debt, my debt is not that great. But... For sure, I feel like I can make the playoff run. And after that, I mean, I'm always convinced that once you make the playoffs, it's just all luck. If you can luck your way into the championship. But today or this year, I'm feeling lucky. Feeling lucky. Once you're in the playoffs, anybody- anything could happen. Anything can happen. Exactly. Next question. How do you feel about pantless podcasts? George, are you pantless? I am. Pantless podcasts. Yeah. I feel great right now. Like I can breathe down there. Everything is just, you know, just I can feel the circulation. The breeze is, fl- is flowing just fine. Definitely feels like it needs to be the pantless podcast going forward. I think that's how we should introduce the next time. Welcome to the LNFFA pantless podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're gonna make it official. We'll make I, it official. We should. Can we? Are we gonna vote on that? Or are we just gonna pass it? It's just pass. This, 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 is, this is different. No, this, right? this, this, this is our podcast. Yeah, you guys have no say over anything, all right? If you want to be on a guest on our podcast, you have to come on without any pants on. Moving forward, okay? I like it. I like it. it. I like it. All right. Next question. Uh, I asked everybody, all the guests so far, this question. And what's your preparation? How do you go into the draft? Um, homework you do for certain players, you know, just talk us through your process here. Oh man, this year, sad to say that uh, normally I, uh, of course, I do my, my little uh, mock drafts, but this year I decided to not do it and it went all right. Uh, but typically, <laughs> typically I like to mock, of course, just to see what, you know, what, where, where you're going to land. But uh, yeah, it was not a lot of uh, research this time around. You can never do homework on Flipcup. That's just <laughs> that's true. I base, I base it all on that. If uh, my Flipcup skills are good that year, I feel like I have a really good chance of making it. Right. Otherwise, it's all luck. So he's practicing his Flipcup. That's his homework right there. Mm-hmm. All right. So on to the next question. Uh, we're going on week four here. Uh, is there a player that you you wanted during the draft, and, and now that? You know, we're four weeks in. You're kind of relieved we, you didn't get him. 
because uh, obviously we know what he's done in three weeks, and you're like, oh shit, good thing he didn't fall to me, or I didn't pick him up. Oh man, uh, well, I have one on my team right now that I'm, I feel like that. I mean, there was a couple actually. Oh, actually, no, I do remember. It's uh, it was it was a uh, George Kittle that I was like, damn, you know, I was I kind of I was going, to, I was leaning towards him, debating between him and Waller. But uh, luckily, I mean, I have no idea who drafted both of them. But I mean, the Waller pickup was a good one. But the Kittle one, I was kind of happy somebody swooped in on on me before I had a chance to get him. That was that was I think that was a big one. Yeah, I mean, he's not producing for what he was on right at three. He was a three. Yeah, I think he was number three, or he's projected to be number two or third tight end. Yeah, and just nothing. Was was he drafted as the number two tight end though? I think he was drafted as number two, right? Oh man, I don't remember. But it was I was if not two then three. But either way, he was he was still drafted really high. But yeah, definitely definitely Kittle. All right, there we go. And then the next question is the opposite of that. Is there a player you feel you you got at a discounted rate? Man, for me, I think the big one. Uh, well, I was always a fan of Austin Eckler. So when he came to me at like number what what was that eight? Nine. To me, I thought that was a great pickup. Second uh, round. Actually, no, it's first round. <laughs> so I guess it didn't really matter. Oh, uh, yeah, that's good. But it was eighth, yeah. So I feel like that was good. But the big one who's been low key money for me is uh, Brandon Cooks. He's been pretty right. good. Yeah, everybody's been was avoiding him because Texans. Because yeah, exactly. Yeah, playing with the crappy Texans, who you know, I mean, they do suck. But when I got him, all I said was, somebody has to catch the passes there. And then that somebody's been Brandon Cooks. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then, go ahead. Oh, I'll say the last one was Herbert. I hope it seems like he's finally turning it on now. So if he does turn it on, that would that would be like the probably one of the best deals. Get a top five QB in the top end of the of the draft there. So that's good. Always good. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Um, next question we have is how are you feeling about the two new acquisitions or the two new additions to our to the league that we have this year and then to more piggyback off of that question is how do you feel about last year's two new additions <laughs> oh man well overall i do like the 12 man uh league now it does feel better and i feel like this is should stay like this uh, but individually speaking, well, Johnny, I mean, first one to break that, the vow of tattoo rule, tattoo rule. And yeah, and obeying the rules. That's very unfortunate. But, you know, on the on the upside, there is like, OK, it happened this first year, not like three years into the league. And we're like, oh, if you were last place in any of these years, you would have never. So you're in this league. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, it's true. He did say that, but it seems like he was already set on once I get last place, I'm just going to, I guess, back out. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, Jason, who took his place, uh, pretty great. I mean, it's always fun when you're playing with, like, people that are really competitive and know what they're doing, right? So it's not like those big discrepancies of, like, these two titans of, like, that go and never lose and you have everybody else that just sucks and, you know, they're not, no one's going to win. So it's nice to have, like, you know, just that disparity is that the word where everybody parody. has a chance parody is that the word parody yes no parody throughout the league yeah uh, i would argue yeah. that victor's the only one who knows what he's doing and 
That's why he always wins. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. Like, well, see, but Victor, but even during the regular season, it's not like he has a shit ton more wins than anybody. Like, he never. I, mean, I don't even think he ever really finishes first with the most wins. I think maybe like, like one of his one of his years, he was like a juggernaut. Like he had top score. Like that one. Yeah, it was one yeah. year. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but. Yeah, other than that, like during the regular season, it's usually pretty. It's it's like yeah, he's and we're all in the mix. Like it's just there's always that one person that happens to have a really good team, and everyone else is just there in the mix. So, and Brian, man, Brian needs to show up to these events. Or like, <laughs> like come on, <laughs> like this, yeah. like like that's the one day of the year that it's like pretty much a holiday for for everybody here. Like it's we all know it's the great excuse to just go drink and hang out and just have fun yeah you know and come on he's on their schedule who, 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 goes, who goes to exactly exactly he had to see the backstreet boys bro i guess so it was i guess when you gotta you gotta go with what's that song i like it that way is that them yeah aside from that he's cool he's a cool competitor B minus, pretty all right guy. <laughs> you're all you're average, bro. <laughs> so next year is the ten year anniversary of our league, and you know, me personally, I would like to do a big hurrah for that ten year anniversary. You know, just your thoughts on some extra budget for this ten years that everybody can pitch in, and then that being said, what does the loser pitch in? As well, because if we're all pitching in for a ten-year anniversary, he's got an extra loss. That's true, Um, and I am definitely all for like a a big ten-year anniversary thing. Uh, Either like a Vegas thing, or go out to some random ass place like Palm Springs and book something there. Uh, But yeah, honestly, like I mean, I don't know. Telling people to increase the uh, budget. I mean, I'd be down to contribute at least two hundred bucks each. But yeah, that's just me. I'm not sure if everybody else would be down. But I think a good number would be like a hundred if everybody contributed an extra hundred for like the place that we're like the exact yeah exactly. Uh, I mean, and we're going with that. I would say the loser would just have to budget for however many days we're there. Right, we're there for. Three, uh, two nights, three days, then they got to budget the food and all the beer and everything like that and just kind of give them that load because obviously they still be contributing to that hundred from everybody. Yeah. Plus the extra food and the extra drinks that they'd have to, that we'd all need wherever we say it. I feel like maybe making them responsible for multiple days is probably a little unfair. They should they should be responsible for the draft party. Yes, ten year. That's why we're all pitching in together. They should still be responsible for just the draft party stuff. So they'll they'll be responsible for food for one day and some beers and stuff. But I don't think it should be too crazy. Like everybody pitches in two hundred, and then the loser throws in an extra I don't know three hundred, five hundred, whatever the whatever the number is. Okay, something like that. The number is bottle service at the best fucking <laughs> draft party. We're going to Vegas, bottle service with some uh, 
some some model beer uh, sticker wenches. Exactly. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Wait, is that is this gonna is this really gonna happen? I feel like it's gonna end up just end up being at you know at the park and well, shit. Like, uh, drinking off Chris has to take initiative here when the season's over, and we gotta start planning it early. Cause yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll be on top of it right away. Hopefully, everyone else is down. And I mean, if some people can't make it, they could always just remote in. Right. Yeah. We just we just giving Brian a, a Brian. He's giving give an excuse already. I mean, I'm okay with going to Vegas without Brian. <laughs> <laughs> if the only thing stopping us from going to Vegas is B minus not showing up, then I'll be okay with that. Keep the tradition going. We will live. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be at Vegas. He's gonna be at home that day. It's like, hey guys, what happened? <laughs> Um, like I purposely didn't plan it. He's knocking that mark. <laughs> 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 All right. Same question as every guest here. Any financial advice for our six listeners? Wait, financial advice? Is this talking about Fab? No, no, no. <laughs> financial and personal. Oh man. Um, let's see. I'd say uh, invest in Bitcoin. Invest in uh, the other coins. And uh, crypto, there you go. It's the way to go. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. That would be my financial advice. <laughs> but I'm one of them. So it's really five listeners. There you go. All right. <laughs> don't, don't, don't lie to yourself, right, buddy? You're, you're going to go home as soon as the podcast comes out. You're going to just sit there and listen to yourself talking. You're like, damn, I was so good on there. <laughs> <laughs> I should just be a regular host. <laughs> I'll make my own podcast. About your podcast. About my podcast. <laughs> just fucking like, oh, so Miguel and George taking forever right now. Setting <laughs> up for the podcast. <laughs> Not giving me a lot of material to work with. <laughs> yeah, they're just kind of just there, just standing. They're standing. Looking and, at each other. Yeah, and they're editing stuff and one farted. Nope. Start up. All right, next question here. Uh, any trade targets you're looking to get right now? Any players you see like could have potential that are possibly on somebody's roster that you're like, this guy might blow up pretty soon, but he's doing pretty shitty right now. So you can get him at a low price. People even trade here? Is that the same thing? I've traded a lot. That, I don't even know where that trade button's at. Jova Leaks, a couple times. trades. Everybody feels like they got a player on the roster. And like, oh, no, he's 10 players. Guy, relax. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Ever, I'm, for me, I've always not been a fan of trading because it always just feels like whoever is the one trying to make the trade, I feel like they have to front up. It feels like you have to front up more and you never really get like an even trade. Somebody's always like, oh, Oh, you want Austin Eckler or yeah, give me Tom Brady, uh, give me Kamara and Gronk, and maybe I'll think about trading for Austin Eckler kind of thing. So to answer your question, no, I have no trade targets that I'm looking at right now. Okay. Put a trade clause. You have to trade once. Ooh, that would be pretty. That might be pretty good. Put it up for Tra- rule. Trading kickers all day. <laughs> no not me though i always base all my team names off my kickers starting last year (laughs) (laughs) let's keep the tradition alive 
Yeah, kickers for life. All right, guys. That's going to be it for this week. Miguel's busting out the finger guns. As always, everyone, remember to set your lineup before Thursday's games, and good luck. Say bye, guys. See ya. Later, Dave. Mm, all right. Mm, mm.